0: I think people are a lot more kind than we expect sometimes yeah and if you present them with a challenge the challenge of accepting you mm-hmm. a lot of people are actually up to that challenge sometimes mm-hmm. um and if they're not find new people yeah go where love go where love, love is yeah. yeah yeah that's amazing <laughs>
1: Hi guys and welcome to your 140 of the Two Twos podcast. I am Nana and I'm Roy. and together we are Two Two. 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 Boom, 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 boom. Now we got- <laughs> <laughs> We've got a special guest in the building today. We've got Tatenda, who is a multidisciplinary artist, um, transgender artist in music, in performance, and directing. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, yes you it's very so very nice much. to have you. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Oh. Thank, you, thank you so much. So tell the people what you do. This you tell <laughs> Yeah, you tell you expand on wonderful. that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but like expand on that because I feel like that's quite broad. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And there's a lot
0: going on there. So tell us. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot uh, <laughs> up in there. <laughs> yeah. (laughs) I I tend to refer to myself as just like a maker because Mm -hmm. I I write, I direct, I perform, and I make music, but that's become much more of a hobby than like a thing that I call a lucrative endeavor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Yes, me. laughs> yeah, 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 I mean music for fun, but um yeah, it ends up, and then like, sort of like in the theater industry, it ends up being like, oh, I need a dramaturg to look at this script, and I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. um So it's sort of like, and I, I guess lecture sometimes at Goldsmiths as well, so oh, it's, wow. it's sort of like, yeah, I do a bit of scholarship, a mm. bit of, actually a lot of practical yeah. um but yeah it is i sort of sort of just toss myself around around the theater business
1: right that, that's what happens, yeah that's amazing like when did this start for you like
0: was it an early age what came first yeah you know? I, I started off as a as a six-year-old girl in california <laughs> um <laughs> and, uh, and then i i started off just in in musical theater like i i got tossed into this like random summer camp that my like little friend wanted to go to mm-hmm. and couldn't convince her mom to take her to unless one of her friends showed up and yeah. i was like that's like the last thing that i would want to like <laughs> yeah free time. Don't make me. and then I, the rest is history you I'm loved like, it. I yeah. Fell love yeah. it yeah i was a really really shy kid before i got into the arts at, at all and mm-hmm. now like it really brought me out of my shell mm-hmm. um and so i did musical theater as a kid sort of like off-Broadway shows sometimes would like come and tour like in my town in California and then we would be there for like you know two weeks or whatever or there'd be like a summer show with the community college and I would be like one of the very few children on stage Mm -hmm. when they need a child in the show (laughs) and then and then I'd go along my merry way and like just be at school Mm. most of the time yeah Um, and then when I was like a teenager we moved to Switzerland my family and that Really slowed things down. Oh. Switzerland, yeah. it wasn't
1: much of a like a um, musical it theater. It doesn't give. No. <laughs> um,
0: it's After blended. you've been to California, then you I to know it's it's a bit different <laughs> as well. The culture, it's a bit, bit, yeah. Yeah, I, I it was it, it was good in mm. a lot of ways. It's like I got to learn some German and some French and like discover that America is not the entire world. Mm-hmm. Very good for yes. everybody Yeah, yeah. figure out. <laughs> um, funny. So I was pleased about yeah. that. But yeah, Switzerland is woo. Mm. The social politics and the artistic scene is not of another sort of like more metropolitan or more like sort mm-hmm. of culturally like focused place. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I took a, a big long break to actually just be like an adolescent child uh, and like go through school. Mm-hmm. And then once I moved to London when I was 18, I started up again, I studied drama at Goldsmiths. Wow. And, uh, and then it became much less sort of musical theater focused and I went more into just like drama with a capital D. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really <laughs> enjoyed that. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I fell in love with directing while I was at uni, fell in love with sound design, just like a ton of stuff. Goldsmiths is great for that. Like you mm-hmm. just sort of learn everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot less time being in shows and much more time, like making them, right. yeah. and then every now and then, if I feel like performing or mm. you know duty calls, then I'll. Mm. That you stage jump as well. in, yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about like just growing up in yeah. Cali.
1: What was the neighborhood that you lived in? What was that like, and how did that even shape you? In the
0: beginning of your life as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Everybody's, you know, the, those early those early childhood years, they, yeah. they, 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 they do important. a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I grew up in Carmichael, California. It's this like tiny, quite Republican quite christian suburb oh. of of sacramento which is the capital of the state but we have nothing to speak for mm. <laughs> it is a very dull place okay um, if you guys are familiar with the movie ladybird it mm. takes place there yeah. so it's with 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 uh, Saoirse Ronan. yeah yeah okay. that's our claim to fame that's mm. the only thing but it looks cuz i've only seen the
1: trailer yeah, and it yeah. looks like it looks like it's somewhere in the south like it's so dull like, it's
0: really like <laughs> when i say barren yeah yeah and so obviously and like it was like a really really like a quite white like neighborhood and, and community that i was in and i mm. went to a catholic school in that space so as a queer kid who didn't know that they were trans yet mm. but was already like brown in a really white catholic school there was a lot that mm. was a lot. Um, mm. So growing up in that environment, I think like you know you sort of like I, I was really blessed to find musical theater because it was a moment where it was like you can you know you're just on yeah. stage and you yeah. don't have to be yourself. You're somebody mm. else and you get to escape. You as know as well. yeah. 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 And like the theater industry is so weird. Like you know you're under such extreme random pressure for no reason to make yeah. a little play. So like you <laughs> yeah. all it's become, so important even in so school. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like in America it's a different <laughs> it's level. Of yeah. So, like, yeah. A, like, yeah. Like, like everyone like it really feels like a life or death situation. <laughs> if You make that costume change happen in five seconds. Yeah. And I'm like, so, but what it does is, like, it really builds, like, family. Like, yeah. you, like it feels like, you know, you have, like, war buddies from that one show you did. In <laughs> um, so, I think that was a really lucky thing for me in that, like, both of my parents were immigrants in the U.S., but I was born there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I think I didn't realize how different I was when I was growing up. Because, obviously, as a child, you don't really recognize Yeah, mm-hmm. And because I was, like, genuinely, like, relatively, like, embraced by my community, especially because of the drama side of things, mm-hmm. it wasn't really until I moved to Switzerland that I realized that, like... Being black was going to it's mean something, for me. yeah. Because yeah. I honestly, like I mean, it's like, yeah, like I'm brown, my mom is mm-hmm. black, yeah. This is like my, like, mm-hmm. life. But it didn't really come up in a really major way until I moved to, to, to Europe, and then it was like, oh, that was that's the only part of my personality. Yeah, but that's it. That's my whole identity to, mm-hmm. to people who meeting me now. Yeah. Um, but then obviously like looking back I, I think of like you know memories of my childhood and I go oh yeah no 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 the racism was there the whole time the whole listen, time yeah. I was just like blith- yeah. Yeah. And as a child you don't know mm. no you don't know you don't, understand, don't know and like so. no one was gonna say and like mm-hmm. you know it just became like you know like my mom when she needed to was the type of parent to be like listen I'm going to give you all the tools you need to operate in the world and when you need to know then I will tell you yeah. but otherwise mm-hmm. just like live your life and be like yeah because oh, uh, you're a yeah. your kid doesn't life. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah no, I mean it shaped me a lot I think I, I grew up feeling really really different for a lot of reasons mm-hmm. and not really being able to pinpoint them and then like over the course of my life i figured out just how <laughs> true it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit a little bit a different. different yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: um so so, so yeah. how was what was that like so what what part of your when you were growing up was it in switzerland or something you came here that you actually had this awakening and yeah. you
0: really knew who you were i think I mean, like these things—it it comes in stages, right? For everybody, yeah. Right, like you know, you you start off, you you're like in your like adolescence, you you sort of like have a moment of like, I think I've got it now. Mm. Yeah, this yeah. is who I am. Brilliant, excellent. Yeah, it changes all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then like two years later, you go, I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> and I think like similarly, like the exact same thing happened mm. for me, where I was like, I mean, I think I, for instance, like I knew I liked girls like my entire life. Mm. Like, honestly, like I was like four years old, and I was like. I don't need to deal with this right now. Yeah, It's <laughs> here. I, I know what I like. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to, I'm four. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to come up. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think, well, it was sort of convenient moving to Switzerland in a way because when I was like 11 in Catholic school, I tried coming out to one of my friends and she like mm. told all of the girls in our oh, uh, why does that oh, happen? God. That's and just like, like yeah. a was one of them ones. So was such just a, just a like, movie thing. Literally <laughs> and she was like, "Well, listen, it's not a problem for me, but like you know, like my parents aren't going to let us go to sleepovers together anymore. Um, and like you understand that obviously yeah. we're going to have a different relationship now that you've told me this. Yeah, yeah, and I will need why? to disclose this to everyone. Oh, uh, like, of course mm-hmm. you do. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, just, yeah, 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 that's yeah. Classic. I went to Catholic school as well,
1: and I I didn't come out in school, but other people did. There was no way I was going to come out after seeing their experience. yeah <laughs> yeah, I was a fool.
0: <laughs> I was a fool. But was yeah. you the only, like, one of the only I ones? I was the only, one. I was, right, the only yeah. one. I was the only one who tried. Who even tried that shit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, then, like, a few months later, I, like, my parents were, like, we're moving to Switzerland. And I was like, okay, this is actually decent timing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can Don't get away run. from this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I like, resisted coming out entirely until someone else in my school did. Mm. And then I saw that she had a completely okay reception. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> It was like this, like continual coming out, you know. Like, yeah, it, I was like, I'm yeah. just constantly. I came out as a lesbian, and then I uncame out, and then I mm, came out as a lesbian again. Yeah. And then I was like, actually, guys, I think I'm bisexual. I dated for a guy for like literally six, <laughs> years. And I was, six like, years. Six years. Six years. <laughs> it was the ghetto. Um. <laughs> It was the guy. I love this. Um, you know, I think I was just really trying to convince myself that mm, I could do the whole thing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm a woman and I'm so happy that I'm doing that. You're <laughs> <Like, laughs> going great for me. and I'm yeah. in love with this person and this is all going to be so awesome. And then <laughs> was some point, that. It, no. just, it just got too much. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I went to Goldsmiths and I've, if, if, if y'all know that fucking uni it's like, yeah. like you can't come out of there cisgender mentally. right um, <laughs> the <laughs> theater and performance department mm. it this, it's like it's like a, it's a, it's, a, it's an LGBT fact yeah, yeah. Know, it's, it's a, a queer bubble uh, it is yeah, 100%. it is a um, queer bubble it was wonderful like it's so great that I like I just made so many queer friends and like I knew that I was I mean I was like I was very happily out as like sort of just like a, a queer person I wasn't mm. labeling anymore because mm-hmm. I was sick of coming out mm-hmm. and, um, and then I discovered sort of like and maybe my second year of uni, I was like, yo, mm. this whole, like I think it was analyzing like sort of like what it is to perform gender like in an academic context, mm-hmm. made me realize that that was my whole life and that mm-hmm. my performance of femininity mm-hmm. was actually really draining and that I was sort of like doing everything right actually, you know, like mm-hmm. I was performing femininity to like a really actually quite excellent standard. I give myself full marks. Yeah. On, on, <laughs> pretending to be cis. Yeah. It just really didn't feel good. Mm. Yeah. And I was like meeting more and more people who had sort of like broken out of the mold of that binary system and yeah. who were presenting in the way that made them actually feel comfortable. And I was like, yo, I can do that. Mm. Um, That's the thing that yeah. you don't know
1: that you can do it. Cause I think growing up, even for us as like masculine presenting, it's just mm. like something that you don't know you can do, but you've it's always been in you. Mm, and it's yeah. always been like sort of like a, like a tomboy. But at sometimes parts of your life, you feel like you have to conform because you know, when you see people, growing up it's like oh you're a little tomboy but you're gonna grow out of it yeah. and you're gonna become femme and then you think you have to so i remember being in like around 16 17 and feeling that i had to femme it up and of course i did it i did it all right yeah. you know it wasn't too bad
0: yeah, you know how you felt but how
1: right. i felt yeah. wasn't good That's how name. i felt inside I wasn't, name. Name. I wasn't
0: comfortable yeah Do you know what i like, mean yeah i feel like making other people comfortable with your gender comes at the cost of your own comfort right oh don't don't even <laughs> like that
1: don't even get me started. Yeah, exactly yeah. That.
0: and like I, I remember like it gets explained away in so many mm. different ways as well. Like, oh yeah, she's going through a little like a like a tomboy thing. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's copying her little friends. Oh you yeah. Know, like, oh, this girl has older brothers, <laughs> brothers. and she wears <laughs> da 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 So she's gonna right. And so oh, and you're just trying to copy her da da da. Yeah. da. There's always gonna There's be an excuse. And yeah. And I also was like, like I mean, I still am like just like a very big feminist. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Like, weirdly, I sort of just didn't want to let the side down. I was mm. like, I don't want to let the, like, that, like, like, right. the, like the woman team. I was like, yo, mm. it sucks for everybody to be a woman. So mm. I know mm-hmm. what I mean. And I was like, maybe I'm just, like, sick of, like, the exhaustion that is misogyny and maybe yeah. that. Th-. And I was trying to talk myself out of it mm. all the time. Where I was just like, yo, like, being a woman is uncomfortable. Like, for, mm. for anybody. For anyone, yeah. yeah. So what is, I was like, what's so special about my experience mm. of womanhood that makes it so. But, uh, yeah, it just sort of got to a point where I was like, talking to more women about being a woman mm. and i was like wait you weren't relating yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> actually, oh. <laughs> like, there's actually something going on yeah here. Um, but i think it really it was like a continuous just process of discovery mm-hmm. and then i got to a point where i was like you yeah, know this one isn't it like it's just not it and i can do something about it right and so i just i think it was like yeah i was around 20 and then i was like I was like, guys, I think I'm non-binary. And they were like, oh, mm. cool, that's completely fine. But like friends who had known me for a really long time were like, Yeah. So um so when you say so how far are we so like when you, <laughs> are you getting, when are you getting on hormones? Like what are you okay. gonna like everyone was <laughs> sort of like like yeah. when I, the first person I came out to, they were like, "Honestly, when you called me up in tears, this was sort of the first thing I was expecting you to say." Mm. And
1: oh I was wow! Like, oh oh, so everybody mm-hmm. okay? It's weird because sometimes everyone knows apart from you. Yeah, yeah. the ones <laughs> who are, are close to you and mm. the ones who love you, I want to say, 100%. yeah, 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 before, yeah. but they're just waiting for you. They're giving you that grace to yeah. kind of know yourself and come out to yourself. Absolutely, first. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're
0: yeah. like, yeah, and I think that's wonderful to be yeah. able to have the room. But I also like, I'm like a person. I'm very good at. I'm. I'm, I'm all about the denial train. Yeah. <laughs> So me, I'm like, I'm very good at hiding. From myself. Mm. What's that sign of you? <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. Oh. <laughs> Scorpios. Yeah, yeah. 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 Of the podcast. We don't need to even
1: know about that. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. my God. That is so funny you say that because, yeah, it's just like in here, it's just everything's just so confusing. I don't know what's going
0: on. Don't need to <laughs> I don't know. And and I'm like, I just, you know what? Listen, need to know basics. Yeah. Like, yeah. And this is like I, from, from 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 day, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, if I need to know about this, I will deal with it. Right. But I was like, I think at every turn, I was like, I don't need to deal with this yet. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "This is actually really affecting my whole life right now."
1: Right. So let me let me just. Mm, it and do yes. the thing. So in terms of identity and how you
0: present everything like that, how does that show up in the art that you create? Yeah, I mean mm. the the show that I'm working on that is coming up uh, this this upcoming week. We get into that. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> let's, <do it>. let's, <laughs> let's, let's get it, into it. Really, it really comes up in that in that Yeah, place. Um, mm. a lot of it. Yeah, yeah.
1: We've, yeah, we've we've read and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called No ID, and it's uh, pretty much about. I mean, the main focus is the bureaucratic journey of of, of transition. Right, right, um, yeah. And I think that the way that my gender has has presented itself to other people. Is sort of like forms the structure of the piece where it's like let's look at like this feminine life and let's look at this mm. more ambiguous life and let's look at what it is to become a man mm. when didn't start off that way and mm. like how that works for somebody and then the through line of that is like the paperwork journey of getting there yeah and it's, it's <laughs> wild yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know
1: being somebody who you know was born in america and went to switzerland and then came here mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of paperwork involved in that mm-hmm. anyway you know. and then when you now add on, on top of that you know being trans and everything like that it's a ton of paperwork yeah. so how how what was that what for is you in life? real life yeah yeah, real life. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. i mean
0: who, uh, i think the thing is right like i showed up my dad is from belgium and my mom is from zimbabwe right mm-hmm. and, but i i have a dual belgian and Ameri- american citizenship. yeah So I came to the UK right before Brexit was going to make that impossible for me. Mm. Um, So I had to do all of that paperwork just to make my legal status here Mm. like a thing, and to like you know get my NHS number, my national insurance, Mm. make sure my EU settlement scheme is sorted. Brilliant, fantastic. Mm. Literally six months after I've done that, I go ah, I need to do that with a different name, Mm. um, different gender marker, and all this stuff. Then it becomes who do I talk to first? I tried. I was like, oh, maybe like if I just go like the England route. Turns out you need to be a British citizen turns out you need to know somebody who is a citizen who has owned property for like 10 years. Turns out there's all these ridiculous, weird, classists mm. and xenophobic. Pro- yeah, no, yes. literally. I was like, how is it? But also like, this is also like for like, you know, for instance, if you're like in a marriage mm-hmm. and you want to change your surname, you yeah. have to go through like really very similar like stupid ho- hoops right. to make that happen. Um. So I was like, okay, let me just leave that. Let me go to the Belgians. Mm-hmm. I go to the Belgians. It's in the pandemic. They go, you can't come anywhere near this embassy. Mm. Leave us alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, that's completely fine. Mm. They were like, you need to go to a lawyer to sign like an, un, a, like an, a, not a legal, like not an official like deed poll to change your name. You have to just sign it in the presence of a lawyer and the presence of a solicitor. Okay. Then get it notarized by this like f- the, the Foreign Commonwealth and Development Office. I was like, this is too much. <laughs> this is already a lot. Then they, they send it. Back to me, and then I like send them a ton of forms and a, a stupid amount of money, and like ship it off to the Belgian embassy, and then they change my name. Mm. Can they then change the gender marker in my passport? No. What? <laughs> so, and because I wasn't born in Belgium, I have to go directly to Brussels Town Hall um, oh my gosh. to change the gender marker in my passport. Now, have I changed my name? Yeah, no, because I want to change both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So then I go, okay, do I change the name first or do I like change the gender marker? Do I change the name, then get a passport in the right name but that still says F on the passport? Mm, With a new photo, maybe. Then I've got this F on my passport with this dude uh, with a beard on the picture. Uh, What's that gonna give when I'm at the airport Mm -hmm. and just need to get through border control? I was like, let me just leave that, let me just do it all at once. I was like, I'll go to Brussels Town Hall, get the thing changed, fine, whatever, 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 whatever. Then I like obviously it's it's like you can't travel because I was doing this all like in pandemic time. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Long story short, I haven't even started. um I decided to make a play about it instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, it, but I was gonna say like it doesn't sound like you could even get it done in the time. Yeah. Time. yeah. Let's like go in now. The time. Ta- yeah. No. And yeah. Like also
0: like the amount of money and the amount of time that it just like the takes, money. It's like. I'm also trying to pay my rent in like, mm-hmm. person yeah. in like this city. Yes, mm-hmm. London is yeah. expensive. Amen. Yeah. In the US, it's like a whole other, like mm. completely other, like a whole can of worms. Like mm-hmm. you have to file a court order and like present it in court to right. get your name changed. And I'm like, so I have to go to California for how long exactly yeah. to get all of that done? So everyone that changed their name, they go to court. I, apparently, th- unless I mean, hey, if anybody uh, listening to this, <laughs> it's, it's you know, another way, let the state us of know. Yeah. But also, because the U.S. is like every state has its own laws, yeah, in different, yeah. different respects. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe in like Kansas, it would be, it definitely wouldn't be easier. In no, yeah. it but you know, like there's probably a state where it's like you show up to some office and they go, okay, fine. But yeah. Also, I'm like, I've moved country so many times now, I'm not sure where my birth certificate is, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. like. Like, what realistically do i actually need to like present as evidence mm. to these people there's so many things where i'm like i think i need to take like six months off of my life to figure it out manage wow. yeah
1: that's real life admin yeah it is real a life. lot yeah. Yeah. it's a lot but even last week we was talking about how like privilege and is a big thing because you know desire way i don't know if you've heard but she's got her name changed um legally mm. um and her, her gender as well gender marker i guess and They've got a lot of money. You know, yeah. <laughs> they've got money with, and I'm I'm am i I'm so happy for her. Things have like you have money, it, but it does have, it, it does and help things move quicker when you, have, quicker money. When you yes. have money. And
0: less painfully. Yeah. 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 So it's
1: it's definitely an access issue, which is money. quite sad because you find that I was saying this again that a lot of like transgender, even queer people are misplaced. Mm-hmm. You know, like they don't they don't have the support, they don't have the finances, yeah. you know, to do certain things. So it's actually like it's it's a headache. It and I definitely feel like it should be made
0: Easier. Amen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: But tell us more about the show, though. Like, how did you even begin, like, writing this?
0: Yeah. Um, I think... Well, because I, I used to make a lot more music than I do now. Mm-hmm. My voice pre transition was like half of my personality. Like I was mm-hmm. the girl who sang. Wow. Okay, um, And it was a big part of my identity. And what did like, sorry, what did, what did
1: that sound like? When you walked into a room you sang. Yeah,
0: yeah no, no. <laughs> 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 like, you know, like it would like, you know, people would be like, you know, we'd be at a thing and like I'd sing along to something and people'd be like, <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, oh, okay. yeah, you, did, r- you were like, person in riffs. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean it depends. It depends. <laughs> I think I was I tried to be very like you know like like humble and low key about it. I wasn't one of them ones yeah, where it's like yeah. you know, the song comes on and you're like nah! but that
1: wasn't me. But you know yeah some people yeah are humble and low key. Let's just say we're in the car. I'm gonna paint the picture. <laughs> we're in the car and I don't know. Burn a boy. Let's say Burn a yeah, boy is yeah, playing, yeah, yeah. and you are singing along, but you're singing some. Burn boy is not singing. You're singing some different version. Yeah, no, but you keep you're saying it. You've been.
0: I was not ad-lib girl okay. <laughs> <laughs> um I I really hated ad-lib girl because she made all the rest of us look bad <laughs> <laughs> um but it would be like you know at the, like the talent show at school I would always sing yeah. okay. and I, I was in the musical theater so I was like people would like see me on stage singing all the yeah, time yeah. and like for instance like I was I was and this is possibly more irritating I was harmony girl Oh, so like, well, I like Beyonce though. singing, you know the one thing, and then I'm doing like, Under- the harmonies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which was a really enjoyable experience for me. Is a fun gimmick in the car. Maybe the first three times. I to, I <laughs> <Stop>. Bro, <laughs> I don't do it anymore. Um, yeah, that was definitely my life. But, but I feel like
1: you were gonna ask to sing, weren't you? <laughs> no, no, no. I was gonna ask what your voice sounded like before, and if you thought about whether that would,
0: cha- how that would change, and if yeah. you wanted that to change. Totally. Yeah. I think it was, like, it was a big, like, it it sounded, I mean, like, I, I spoke, like, honestly, like, practically an octave higher than I do mm. now. My voice isn't super, super deep, but it's, like, it was, I was very, very high-pitched. Right, yeah. yeah. Um. And, but I mean, it's it's in the show as well. I sort of used the, the, some of the music that I wrote in my first year on oh, testosterone cool. mm. to sort of, like, guide us through. And, like, in the show, you sort of hear my voice prior, and mm. I... Oh God, I can't believe I mentioned the Harmony Girl thing because I do harmonize with my creatures <laughs> That's fine <laughs> in the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but it's for art. It's not the same thing. Yeah. But. You're right, you're right. Um, but yeah, no, I think when I was when I was thinking about getting on testosterone, it was like obviously like I was very aware that my voice was gonna change and it was mm-hmm. something I was excited about in terms of like my day-to-day like like speaking voice but i was really worried that it was going to interfere with my ability to sing right and it was such like even if i wasn't making music to be performed it was such an emotional release for me to be able to just like you know like write a song bash it out and like that would be that was my therapy for a really long time Mm. and so i was worried for a really long time that my singing voice wasn't gonna be able to keep up with me and it doesn't anymore. Like mm-hmm. I, I, can, I can still carry a tune and everything, mm-hmm. but I don't sing as well as I used right. to. Um, I think a lot of that is also just like I'm going through puberty again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Your voice changes, mm-hmm. and like you, you have to sort of wait for it, the dust to settle, and then you can start training again. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to be as gentle with it as possible because mm-hmm. I'm two years on testosterone right now. Mm-hmm. But that puts me at like what sixteen puberty time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, let me give this a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was a real. It was really jarring. Like I think I was really excited about it at first. Mm-hmm. Once I started realizing that my upper right was becoming a bit inaccessible to me mm-hmm. and I was gaining lower notes I was like amazing awesome but then it's like the same thing that you go through like as a singer at like whatever 13 I was like oh my god I have no vocal control anymore. Mm. This is so frustrating and I already was like singing a lot less and I'm sort of there right now but yeah I'm sort of I've got the hope that like five years along the line when I was like 18 or so my voice really came back in full force mm-hmm. So I'm like maybe five years it will come back I'll just yeah be but also I'm sort of enjoying like playing with my, what my voice does now cuz mm-hmm, different yeah. genres sound good mm-hmm. and like, different sort of like I used to have like a really clear voice like that was like it would just like pierce through mm-hmm. yeah. any accompaniment and now it's much more like sort of like raspy and that sort of thing and it's because your vocal cords like sort of can't keep up with mm-hmm. how artificial hormones yeah. they mm-hmm. yeah. so get really raspy um but I, I like how I sound. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was gonna I say really you must yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's 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 really helped a lot. Like it was a big source of my dysphoria before I transitioned. Mm. And so I'm really happy with like how my speaking voice works now. But um I miss my vocal capacity. I don't miss how like she sounded. She mm. sounded amazing. She was yeah, great. I wouldn't want to sound like her now. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, it's not for you. Yeah, yeah. it's not for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's fine. Mm.
1: I hear that. Okay, let's get into it. So no ID. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the beginning of. How the show started from like casting, yeah, producing, and like, everything like that. So how did you get the team together? Yeah, and
0: how did you all you know gel and just work together in general? Mm-hmm. I um I've got the absolute privilege of living with my director, mm-hmm. Sean Xian Wang. Oh nice, yeah, um, <laughs> very good friends. We met at uni, and then uh, upon graduating, I was like, "You're you can't escape me. We're going to stay best friends forever, yeah. and you're going to live in my house." <laughs> Um, so I, I, I trapped him and then it was just one night where I was, I was listening to some music that I had written that I was like, I don't think I can actually sing that anymore. Mm. I was like, damn, that's so crazy. And then I was thinking about sort of like what it is to have two different voices applied to one person mm-hmm. and how and then I, like you know sort of how this these like all of these documents don't really speak to the person that i am but it's all i have to say for myself in like mm-hmm. the, the, the bureaucratic world yeah and i, I like i i shit you know i was just like sat at our kitchen table in the dark sipping some tea or some shit <laughs> and i was and, and sean was sat on the sofa and i was like hey do you want to make a show and he was like yeah okay, <laughs> okay. what about and i was like ah it's probably about being trans or something And he was like, yeah, okay, sweet. Uh, (laughs) Like, yeah. how do you want to, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was as simple as that. And I think there's something so wonderful about, like, being in this city and being able to make art with, like, like, it's, like, it's so much about the people that you learn to collaborate with. Mm. Um, And I think without him there, I wouldn't have facilitated actually making it happen. Because what happened, like, the week after that was Sean saw on Instagram, like, Theater Peckham was doing a call out, like, We're accepting um, applications for our inaugural, like, fringe festival. Mm -hmm. And he was like, You should. submit that like that thing we were talking about mm-hmm. so I hadn't written the play mm-hmm. I didn't really know what the hell I was trying to talk about mm-hmm. but we made this application to get it put on oh, right? In <laughs> yeah. like a matter of months Yeah. and I was like yeah it's gonna be about this it's gonna be about bureaucracy it's gonna be about paperwork it's gonna be about blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. two weeks later it was like you've got it and I was like oh, oh. shit we gotta make the play yeah go um, write <laughs> it now <laughs> <laughs> I think it was really good for me because like I work really well I only work under time pressure Right. It's yeah. I can't say I work well but it mm. doesn't happen if there's not pressure Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like really be like that so Mm. i was like okay fine i was like let me we we started off sort of like devising it like sort of like what kind of sounds do we want what do we want this world to feel like Mm. where are we how long what's the time span of this piece and that sort of thing and like sort of structurally Mm -hmm. i was like okay we're gonna go through it like Pronoun by pronoun because I went for I, like at first I was identifying as, as she/her, then I was a they/them, and then I was a he/him. Mm. The, the three, actual logo, three well, sections. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Princess, We've well. changed yeah. it since then. That was like okay. a work in progress version. So mm. now it's like my dead name is the first section. The second section is titled like sometimes befriending trannies makes it hard to say sis <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then the, the final section is still just he him um, Yeah. but so it was sort of like mapping that journey and how much like my bureaucratic nightmare ended up like infiltrating mm. my whole life yeah um, and that's how the set works Claudia Casino who is also my flatmate an amazing designer Yeah. who she graduated from Central in stage design um, and now she's doing an MA at, at CSM so, mm. she's, so you all still live together we all still live together that. that's amazing that. that's <laughs> like a, from,
1: it's a community especially is, like yeah. what were you saying about you know being in like musical theatre going to drama school it's just like you build a community of people that you can collaborate 100%. with and that's what is so beautiful yeah. because if you're procrastinating and you're not getting shit done they'll be like they're Hello? Like, Hello? banging down your door yeah. I'm, like,
0: yeah I'm like hey could you pass me the sugar and it's like no yeah where's the drive? yeah I'm totally <laughs> exactly and 100% like they don't let me off mm. I think that's really good like I sometimes just need babysitters yeah very much that sometimes And, oh, and that's nice. yeah, I feel the same yeah no, <laughs> like, we've got a very yeah, and it's so that. much <laughs> about like yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> yes. it's, I, it's, need, like, I need that I need that yeah someone needs to be monitoring me yeah. or I don't know what I'm gonna do. Mm. Yeah. Um <laughs> so I've got them about which is really really nifty and so so we, yeah, I sort of just drafted the play as we were sort of like making it and rehearsing it, mm. and then we put it on for four nights at Theatre Peckham as a work in progress, and that went really well. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, it was only like 45 minutes long that time. I was like, let's make it an hour, Let right. me, let's stretch it out. Um, and then we did it again at Theatre Peckham, but part of their Young Gifted and Black season, and that was in their bigger theater space, and it was super daunting. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I think it took a year off of my life, but. <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was still um, a really really worthwhile experience, and now we've got a show that we're ready to present Mm -hmm. to people. Like having done those like early wibble wobble processes, and shout out to Theater Peckham because they are so amazing at like pushing you and holding you and Mm -hmm. giving you the kind of attention that you need to push your work past what you even think you're able to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, amazing organization for that. Mm -hmm. so they were a really wonderful like home for the beginnings of it. And, yeah, uh, we're bringing it to Vault Festival, That's and uh, yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Yeah.
1: so so for Vault Festival, how did you get into that? How did you?
0: I applied for uh, the Vault Five, which is like a mentorship program. They take mm. five artists, um, one of which was uh, Tabby Lim a few years ago prior to the pandemic, who is the person who did a solo show about her gender that made me realize I, That's it was like the same day that I saw her show, Since You've Been Gone, mm. that I like went back like Waterloo Station way and like, was on the phone with my partner at the time and I was like, eh, there's something I have to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 100% thanks to Vault Festival, right. I was able to come out. Look at that, like, full circle. Myself, oh, the, yeah. Yeah. the festival, and I, like, I was performing a show, right before I came out as well about like performing femininity. Mm -hmm. So it was like a really formative like Mm -hmm. like, place for me like Mm -hmm. right before I was in my like proper... You know, mm. transition game. Um, yeah. And so I was, yeah, I was already keen to like mm. do the show somewhere like in a bigger fringe venue with a wider audience as well because like Theatre Peckham is amazing to like gather all your South London people. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, I want to get a little bit less safe with this. Mm. Like, Vault mm. Festival isn't as held of a space and you have to really compete to get attention for your work. Um, mm. And there's so many amazing artists doing amazing work there and it's so diverse. And I was like, yeah, let's enter this space. And thankfully, um, with the encouragement of my partner, who is conveniently also named Tenda, <laughs> <laughs> No was way. Also, yeah, was also making a show for Ball mm. Festival that just closed. It was fantastic. Um, mm. And they were like, oh, you should apply for this thing and i was getting both of our emails because they couldn't con- like they couldn't conceptualize the fact that they were two tenders yeah. <laughs> like yeah, making work and yeah. applying for the same yeah. thing mm-hmm. um and then we we both ended up getting it so we amazing. were both doing this mentorship together holding each other accountable the whole Yeah and uh, that was really really great as well. Yeah. Right. So,
1: oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, look at you. That's amazing. Like what can people like expect from the show is it like cuz it's not like um, your typical play, is it? There's no. music running through it. There's lots of so yeah, tell us a yeah. bit what a bit about what people can expect. To
0: expect. I think expect a good a good dose of laughter. Mm-hmm. I think when people hear about trans shows, they think, Oh God, I'm gonna have to think about I'm gonna have to find out what your mom thought. <laughs> 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 like, you know, it's gonna get really depressing mm. and you are gonna talk to me about how isolated you are and all that shit. But mm-hmm. we are not really doing that. We're not doing the trauma porn thing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um it's a lot of laughter, um, a lot of like just like so much paper uh, boxes, mm. um, and it, it is sort of like we we string through. It's not a musical, but there are songs, mm. um, and we we use a lot of archival sort of footage as well, sort of of nice. of my my previous version of myself mm. and what. Other people have to say about the person that I was and mm. the person that I am now. It's like a combination of sort of like I mean, it's a guy stalking himself, mm. you yeah. know. In, in a way, I'm sort of just making the case of like you know, like the idea is that I'm trying to prove to HMRC mm. that yeah. I am the same person with that other yeah. National Insurance wow. number. <laughs> um, so can I please file my taxes? Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it is. It's it's sort of a case file and also a bit of a time capsule and uh, just a, a yeah, just a laugh. It's very very silly mm. and also yeah a a, a sort of a rabbit hole through
1: through bureaucracy to get you that sounds amazing because you said something about how like um you know those people at hmrc or wherever they're just going to see a file they're just but they don't know who you are and this seems like this is like a case file but it's about who you are as a whole person, yeah. and from like beginning to where you are now, exactly. and it just seems beautiful. And yeah, yeah. I'm and, looking at the scene. Uh, yeah. So how long does everyone have to go and see? Because I know they have. don't have two. They don't have they long. Don't have that. No, so don't long. doubt on <laughs> getting these tickets. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't, Yeah, don't hesitate. Yeah, we
0: close on Sunday, March fifth. So mm. it is. We are on for one week only until someone begs to have us again. Yes. Um. But yeah. So we we open on uh, the 28th of February and we close on the 5th of march we're on in the evenings right uh, every every evening at the network okay
1: theater. so this comes out on the 29th yeah well there's no 29th because yes yeah, oh, oh no yeah four days yeah yeah so when you as you guys are listening to this right now so this especially came out yesterday mm. now that you guys are listening to this, so you buy the tickets now yep yeah get tickets. them now. Yeah. Them. Go buy it right now. Go buy it <laughs> <right> now. <laughs> yeah, you don't have longer and you don't want to miss this because what we want to do is cuz we don't get to see that many no. you know queer shows mm-hmm. and we, when we when it does come out we definitely need to buy tickets. We need to support. We need to be there so we can see more of them because if we all rush out to see the show, we can probably get it on for much longer. Long for longer. Yeah, we and can you? get a longer sure. run. Yeah. So what does, I don't think people really understand um what it means to support something like yeah. something especially something that they want to see more of. I think mm-hmm. people feel like oh, I haven't got time to speak so mm. let me you can even do a paid forward and get someone else to go Right. See. But like, what? how important is it that people actually go and support stories that they want to see
0: more of? Yeah. In I mean, I think, yeah, the idea of support is a super ambiguous term now. Mm-hmm. Like people say, oh yeah, I support you. Like I mentioned you to my mate when <laughs> going got yeah. coffee and I'm like, that is, you know what? It's a form of support. It's a form of support. Yeah. It's it yeah. wonderful. But like the impact of getting a ticket and going to see the show and then telling somebody about it like even if something as simple as like one tweet mm. it increases the profile of that show like immeasurably yeah, um, or actually very measurably in a really positive direction um, but also like making like sort of like small scale French theater for instance like just to make this show I owe the festival a thousand pounds so if I don't make a thousand pounds in ticket sales oh, then you owe I owe them it. I just owe them for that yeah. so the stakes of that one ticket it mm. really makes a very strong difference in my ability to fund the next show that I'm trying to make because yeah. we all know that arts council does not no. dish out the funds for just anybody and mm. Mm. Not for us no <laughs> nope. no not for us. no they don't <laughs> um, if 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 anyone from arts council is watching i really yeah, yeah I bring it. the coin yeah. bring the money what's <laughs> <laughs> wrong i bring yeah, the money I'm such a serious artist <laughs> Um, but yeah no genuinely like like getting a ticket or telling anybody uh, to get a ticket you know if, if you're not available but you mm. think oh I think of this person who might be interested invite your friend yeah. don't just see the show by yourself Yeah, bring somebody yeah. like it, it's 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 very easy to support a show actually um, mm. even if it is simple as like I'm putting it on my story that I wish I was seeing this show but I don't get to so you should and then sharing the actual link making it as yeah. easy as possible so someone can click so on, on it get yeah. Yeah. and go to yeah don't link in bio. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I don't want to bio. No, no, no. Don't put me in your bio. <laughs> <laughs> um, but something actually, speaking of support, something that we're also doing for No ID this time that we're doing the show mm. is we are um, taking other people's top surgery fundraisers oh. to share at the end of every show. So, so usually, yeah, On usually Instagram. at the end of every show, mm. I do a little plug like, talking about my own fundraiser, but thankfully, Mm -hmm. over the last two years, I have raised the funds that I need to get my surgery Mm -hmm. to happen. Mm. So yeah, 18th of May is my surgery. Congratulations! Um, Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, so now that I've actually gotten that support from my community, I really want to spread that support wide yeah, as possible, so yeah. any trans masculine people of color especially, but trans people of color in general, mm. I would love to be able to share your fundraiser at the end of the show. Um, we're gonna probably have like a big QR code where people who are hopefully very moved by the show and want to support people who exist outside of our easily Accessible systems yeah. support as much as possible. So I, yeah. I, I want to, I want to see those links so that I can give them. Yeah, a please do. Support. I, you so know
1: what? I see them floating on Twitter, and Instagram quite yeah. a lot.
0: Literally. And
1: I think when you, when people are fundraising, I, I can imagine it can be quite disheartening when you see somebody who has like a, a big following or someone who has, I don't know, just a bit more popular. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they just raise the money just like that because a lot of people do send us um, their links to like share and stuff like that. And I can imagine when you see that. You, you, it's a bit disheartening. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, totally. And you just want to be yourself and you want to be able to show up in a way that like in your body where it's comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. And... There's just this one barrier that is money. Yeah, so a lot of times it's money is the barrier, and when you see other people's GoFundMe's just get filled within two yeah. days, mm. it's I can right. imagine it's just mm. yeah, it's, yeah, and it's it.
0: also like the people you know. You know, for instance, I have the absolute privilege of having grown up in Switzerland with a ton of rich white kids. Yeah, mm. mm. who feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and for me, it still took two years. Mm. So like <laughs> mm. the fact that uh, yeah, I, I talk about that with a lot of my trans friends, like the like the, the the Elliot Page phenomenon. Yeah, who it's like I'm so wonderful. I'm so pleased that this person is here in the public sphere Mm. uh, getting attention as a trans man living in his truth and obviously it wasn't like it's never an easy road for anybody and in the public eye the pressure is so different but I'm also like he got money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, got, mean, you got to come out, disappear, yeah. and come back looking like that. Yeah. Damn. You afford to. Yeah. yeah. Like, you,
1: like, some people can't afford to, like, just go away and just kind of, I don't know, reinvent themselves and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Because you need to pay bills. You need yeah. to show up. Like you need to and be present. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and like, it doesn't, like, remove you know.
0: how happy I am for the people mm-hmm. who are able to do that, who have that kind of act. Yeah. Accent. Because I want everyone to have that kind of yeah. act. Exactly. Yeah. But, it's just like it, it would, be nice, so many, it would be nice if yeah. everyone had it. It would be nice if everyone had access. So I think yeah, it's not about taking away from anybody who does. It's just about giving it to as many people as possible. Yeah, mm. it's true
1: because even our last guest was um Tyler mm. and he also had to raise money for his chest surgery as well. And it I, I think most people do. I don't I don't yeah. think I know anybody has just been able That, to that put just money has down. that money. Yeah. Has a, like, like, how like,
0: much, how much does it cost? Like to transition yeah. it's like absurd. Just the surgery alone, it was for me, to get the surgery done in London, it was 8,500 pounds.
1: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I think Tyler said that's about the same. same yeah, Tyler said thing.
0: around the same. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of people who go to like Turkey or mm-hmm. go to Poland or go to other places in, in Europe where it's a bit cheaper to mm-hmm. do. But then you have to deal with like, for the first two weeks after you get your surgery, you can't lift your arms over your head. Right. And okay. so you're stuck in mm-hmm. Turkey. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, I don't really want to be paying a hotel it all hotel. adds up yeah i'm yeah. Like, you're gonna i feel like the bill is gonna even out yeah anyway. um, yeah and if anything you, you have you to go back for like me booking a hotel i'll be doing it <laughs> two <laughs> days before
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And you get one airbnb Amen. Yeah. No, like, yeah last minute airbnb <laughs> <Literally> that, yeah <laughs> no it's so, yeah everyone send the links i think it's i think it's yes, amazing send your links so mm-hmm. and yeah, you know I one wanted. thing i would say is mm-hmm. our community does show up a lot of the time you know we just have to get in, in, in as much people's eyes as possible mm-hmm. but the community that to show up mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and the yeah. guilty people show up too yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and we'll that's great yeah if you lose some money because you feel guilty bring it bring, <laughs> bring it. it I don't mind yeah. I
0: don't mind yeah. so after we will all project, share that same five pounds listen,
1: yeah. <laughs> listen. <laughs> yeah after this project mm. what do you have planned for the future like what do you want to do like where are you going like
0: yeah I mean I'm just making stuff more than anything I, I sort of, when I'm not self-producing work, I am working in the theater in some other form or fashion. So currently I'm assistant directing on A Streetcar Named Desire, like right after we closed. They they were at the Almeida Theater, and I got to work with them there with Rebecca mm, Frecknells, mm. the one that Paul Maskell is in. He's an amazing guy and yeah. very good at acting and all that jazz. Um, so I got to learn a lot from that company, um, and I'm joining them on their West End transfer. So I'll be that's there. Sick. Wow. Yeah. Currently I'm assistant directing Booty Candy at the Gate. Yeah. um the robert o'hara that. play mm-hmm. it's uh the uk premiere of that it's at the gate and yeah. it's still on until march 11th so if you missed my show you should catch that one <laughs> <laughs> really we just go to go to both go to both go to black and very queer and very joyful That's what we need. yes um, do, so do you know
1: happened. what it was like when we first saw foxes we mm. were like we've never seen this before i grew up like loving theater I, was yeah. I used to write plays yeah. now i've moved on into film mm. but i used to love plays i used to write i love writing um little scenes and stuff like that and showcasing them and stuff like that so just going to the theater seeing black queer people on stage mm. was insane for me it's mad. like it's crazy you don't know what that like does for you internally it's like oh my god this is so validating like it's i'm mad seeing myself it's true because Nana had a uh, play in the theatre before Olive the Twist if you guys did not know it was Nana that wrote that Olive Twist <laughs> it was a musical Yo. it was an like Afrobeats musical yeah. and I didn't know Nana at the time but I ha- I had to go I went because mm. I was like this is black in the West End I'm going Yeah, and I didn't know this this person that, that, that I didn't know her <laughs> do you <laughs> know what <laughs> yeah. I mean Yeah. but like it was nice to see like some people show that and so mm. many it was actually so many black faces when you go to theatre you don't always see like no, no you don't no no, no. 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 not really see yeah. even if it's something about blackness you still don't really see black faces yeah I mean there's but, a lot
0: of white people who are who can't wait to hear black people yeah. talk about what to be black mm. you know, yeah all the trauma yeah <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm happy nice. they're there but I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm even happier when I see black faces in that audience and yeah, yeah because
1: a lot of times people, black people don't go because of access they haven't mm, got access to be there yeah. so to see that for Nana's it was amazing yeah. and this stranger but now you're my best friend <laughs> yeah. and like I think it's even more amazing when you add the queer elements mm. to things mm. and then you just see an audience full of black faces still because you know I don't know if you saw Gabrielle Union's um, speech at the what was it NAACP yeah. Awards, yeah, mm. um, where she's talking about how the Black community show up for those who are familiar, not they don't, no, and it doesn't. That grace is not really extended to LGBTQ people, true, yeah. and the passion that mm. was in there, and it's true. Like I want to see all types of Black people in these audiences. Yes. So I don't want it to just be Black queer people seeing mm. stuff. Like everyone, yeah. ho- everyone needs everyone to be there. Yeah, yeah so, I think it's like yeah. there's
0: something about. We're, like, having conversations about what it is to make a safe space, but then also how do we invite people into mm-hmm. the spaces where we are safe, where, like, they need to be brave. Like, yeah. it's, like, it's a brave space for you. It's a safe space for me. And yeah. I don't need you to. Like, it's, like, that negotiation mm-hmm. of, like, I am safe here talking about my black queerness, mm-hmm. and you are a black person being confronted by something that's not usual for you. And how do we keep each other you know, feeling yeah. like we, we have equal right to this space mm-hmm. right now. But it's like, I, no idea, it's an invitation. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're not familiar with this sort of thing, mm-hmm. show up. Yeah. 100%. yeah.
1: Like, we, we went to Foxes, we didn't even know what it was about. Yeah. Ah. We didn't even yeah. know that it was queer. Yeah. <laughs> so we just went, okay, we're going to go. Yeah. Dope. And then we saw the lips, like, ah. we saw the kiss, it <laughs> <we> was like, <laughs> huh. we just yeah. like. Especially with that, yeah. because they were scrapping yeah. before the kiss. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it wasn't expected. Yeah. We so, yeah. were just like, ah! Our reactions <laughs> were so funny. But um, they won awards for that. So it it'd be is. great to see they you win awards did. as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like, everyone just go with support. Yeah. Go with... We're going to add the link.
0: Yeah, we're gonna we're, g-
1: we're gonna add the link there, and we're going to be there too. We're yeah, gonna catch we're gonna catch, gonna we're gonna catch like the show that. because it sounds amazing yeah. and yeah. definitely something that's up my up my alley. You know, yeah. I no, Nana loves you. a bit of theatre. Yeah. I <laughs> do you yeah. love a bit. She loves a bit do. of theatre. Yeah. So we'll definitely, a bit. definitely be there. Yeah. yeah, wonderful. But um, but yeah, there was something that you wanted to say over oh, the um the the Wade change name. Oh yeah, no, I mentioned that briefly, but um, yeah, Zaya Wade, um, Dwayne Wade's daughter has you know been able to change her name legally and her gender marker and um somebody that i follow on instagram was just like um why is dwayne wade pushing this this is a kid d- 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 and i was just like
0: no, are people bored i'm so tired yeah. they <laughs> i was just like...
1: like do you know what dwayne wade has taken his feelings out of this because he loves his kids yeah. do you know what i mean and that's what it comes down to it, bec- it comes down to taking your feelings out of it and just moving with love Amen. do you know what i mean and i think and I, I had to explain it in that way and i was just like you don't know what it's like to move through the world feeling like you're not normal like you're unnatural um to, to think that your feelings are well, just you're like right? yeah, yeah you're just different you know and then she was just like Do you know what i can't imagine what that's like and i think i think she got it after mm-hmm. that but it's just that initial thing of putting yourself in that why is it always about you why is it always about well, you the thing.
0: actually it's funny you were talking about what, what's next I, i'm mm-hmm. so keen on making a piece about mm. that like I, i've been thinking about it so much yeah actually so much of these things like these extreme reactions mm-hmm. living their truth right it's about you yeah what has this threatened in you what has this shaken in your identity that makes you so fearful right. so violent yeah things? because I feel like I'm threatening your security and I don't know why mm. and I would like to find out yeah so yeah
1: and I would like them to investigate
0: that I would what like them to find is? out yeah. but like if you're not gonna find yeah. out we'll find out for you I love that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> play about you, there mm-hmm. you go.
1: exactly because at yeah. the end of the day, I think like what this person was saying was that like you know, Zaya Wade is a, is a child and yes, she's a child, but, mm-hmm. you know, children do know what they want. They have feelings. Are their feelings not important? Of yes, course that. their feelings are important. So,
0: like, there's no, Nothing's permanent.
1: Exactly.
0: Like, like, Dwayne Wade's rich. He can change the name. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. It's like, you know, these things are not, like, right. even for me, if I were to get off of hormones in mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. my voice would stay mostly the same. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the other things about my, like, physicality and the way that yeah. my body works would just bounce back. Yeah. So it's like, can we not just take a breathe? Yeah, play. just relax, babe. Just
1: relax. <laughs> like
0: <a> chill pill. <laughs> what is Do
1: you know what I mean? It's not deep. Yeah. actually. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? This is very. Ra- this is very random here, but I have to ask you guys. <laughs> God, I'm scared. Do you guys have you heard of the word confet? Confet. No. Heard heard I have, but I, like I heard the word. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, it, don't mean. know what it means. Yeah. So what <laughs> <laughs> so is? So random. It's a theory that heterosexuality is the expected norm. The standard that is prompted, all the standard that is prompted socially, somebody text. Is that me about what it is? So I don't know if this is an official because someone texts to me. I've never heard of this <laughs> before. Practice of habit, basically nudging people to opt for hetero relationships, regardless whether they truly desire to or not. So mm. basically, liking a man until he likes you back, only being attracted to feminine-looking men, picking men based on how attractive they look to other women. Yeah, and. And just kind, of, do you know what I'm asking because it kind of reminds me of what you were saying earlier that you kind of have this performance, yeah. And it's just like even when you were with this person for six years, mm. it just reminded me of this word. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. my friend was telling me about she was literally talking about it this morning. That's because she said that's what she she thinks she is or something like that. Nice. So is that like a new like, um,
0: ident like, like sexual? Girl, <laughs> 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 no, no, like I was talking to my partner about this recently, and actually, I, I have to, I have to uh, give my give my ex of six years some credit. They are. It turns yeah. out they were they now, so okay. it makes sense. It's fine, yeah, it's you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Whatever, yeah. Sexuality makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, I think there is this idea that like I was talking to someone about it who was talking about the idea of like you know like like queerness being a choice mm-hmm. and I'm like but surely the flip side of that is that heterosexuality is also a choice right like why are you telling me that I'm choosing the wrong thing like we did you, are you choosing every day to be mm. straight yeah because if you if you are then okay mm-hmm. do you know so a lot of straight people do say that
1: they end up saying they choose they, but they, I don't feel they really I they think, think know it's just an argument yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's yeah. just they want ar- to it's just an argument but they don't know yeah. what they're saying when yeah. no. <laughs>
0: I chose to be straight so, and no you're, yeah. you're, you didn't and choose like, well, okay so you've chosen this and like would you choose otherwise if you didn't feel like it was the right thing to do yeah like what does that mean yeah because that means heterosexuality isn't the norm it's not the natural yeah it's not if like you have to choose must be like biologically ingrained in you yeah mm. it's not like how you're born like yeah mm. like genuinely I think some people do choose to be straight and I don't actually have any criticism for that mm-hmm. like if you're saying I want to be a family man and I want to you know like I want to live in the world in a way that is comfortable mm-hmm. and I, I would rather sacrifice maybe a fuller exploration of my sexuality in favor of living in a way that makes sense to other people. Mm-hmm. Go on. That's your choice. Your mean, that's your
1: choice. I mean, we were talking about it the other time. We were saying that we know somebody, a guy who said, This is what I want my life to look like. Yeah. You know, I'm a queer man, but this is I want a wife. I want a kid. And you know, and not that you can't have it the other way. You can obviously can. Yeah. But that's what he chose for himself. And it was just like,
0: okay, okay. We, we cool. We Do you respect it. Dang, Yeah. it? Yeah. She's alright with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Know, <laughs> like, I think it's like at the end of the day, like, I wouldn't condemn anybody for making the choice to mm. go down down that route it's a very popular yeah i mean just like just don't give me shit for the way that i'm right. in my life because mm-hmm. i'm very happy yeah, yeah. very healthy yeah. yeah do you know what it is as well is it's
1: just like so many of these people who are just like transphobic mm. homophobic as well they're not happy they, no but they they be kissing girls on saturday yeah. they be eating coochie on Girl. saturdays you know yeah, like on the bar. weekends we margaritas right that part you know what i mean so i'm just like okay (laughs) listen so what advice would you give somebody who's coming into like the awakening gender identity Mm. and
0: well yeah what would you say to them i think it depends on where you are right Mm -hmm. like here in london we've got a real privilege to be able to experience a lot of different people in different walks of life and a lot of culture that speaks to those things well, i remember being in somewhere where like it was like you know the cultural ghetto and like like absolutely barren in terms of like yep. people that you can relate to and that's <laughs> sort of way. so f- to those people i say i mean you're in the right place obviously if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> but you know do your homework like there are so many people who are happy to share their experiences and even if you can't access them immediately there's like i mean i definitely found so much solace in like watching vlog on vlog on vlog about people going through their testosterone transition before mm-hmm. I decided that was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many people out there who are happy to talk about their experience and can give you a, a sort of an angle into the kind of experience that you're trying to have for yourself. Other than that, talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and like being open with yourself is the first step. <laughs> yeah. We do because do even that. if you're not ready to be open with somebody else, like, mm-hmm. the inner piece of actually knowing where you are is, is so profound and really opens up doors that you don't even expect Mm -hmm. exist for you Mm. so i feel like just honesty with yourself is 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 the the main thing and then becoming honest with your community and then finding if it is about finding a new community as well Mm. go after it like i think people are a lot more kind than we expect sometimes yeah and if you present them with a challenge the challenge of accepting you Mm -hmm. a lot of people are actually up to that challenge sometimes Mm -hmm. Um, and if they're not find new
1: people yeah go where love is. go where love you can do it yeah Yeah. that's amazing yeah and what about finding community for was that quite easy for you and how did you go about doing that because i think that's something that a lot of people ask
0: yeah they just want to find people Mm like themselves yeah i think like i've got the absolute privilege of being an artist as well right like the arts world is a lot queerer yes. and a lot like it's not blacker but it yeah. is queerer and mm-hmm. i think that it's much easier to find your tribe in that sort of environment but i think it is sort of like i mean the internet is sort of an amazing thing isn't it um and yeah, like yeah. like there is something about you know like there is going to be a like queer roller skating group somewhere yeah <laughs> be, like, I mean, there is who, yeah there definitely that. is, yeah. is i mean and it's like i think like if you like I think key, and this is a sort of what I mean about, you know, sort of like keying into yourself, because if you're honest with yourself and what you're passionate about and what you care about, you will then find... People who align with those things, mm. um and they emerge. Like sometimes it really feels like out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and it's just the energy that you are emitting into the world that brings what you need back to you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I love think that, that, I think that, that goes that. regardless of who you are. Yeah, just, that's just Across the board. Yeah. About, I mean, yeah, yeah. Even if you're if you're looking for a community of people who like happen to live, unfortunately, on the Thames and like fishing, mm. you will find. You somebody. will find that. Yeah, you will. Like you're mm. gonna find somebody who to go out to the Cotswolds with or wherever the hell you mm. fish in. This. Mm. Island, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but <laughs> apparently, that wolf a little pond.
1: We want to go closer. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like you, you can find your people, but you have to be honest about what you're looking for and what you need. Mm. Like, be honest about your needs and be brave enough to ask. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's really scary because a lot of us have a lot of experience not having our needs met. And, yeah, and facing what it is to be like silenced in those moments of vulnerability. Mm. But it's just like having the bravery to try again and try mm. other people and mm-hmm. go out of your comfort zone to get what you need. It, it's, mm-hmm. there. It's, true. it's there. It's yeah. there. Cause yeah. you don't always find it the first time no. and you, you can't let that
1: knock you back. No, You yeah. have to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's a great way to end the podcast. I yes think. Oh my God. Thank you so much thank you. for being here. This yeah. Thank you so much amazing. for having me. Yeah. No, really, thank you guys really, for having yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. your
0: energy and you It's just, it's just beautiful. Right. Just beautiful.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, man. And amazing. guys. You know what to do? Come to no ID Yes, you do. get those you know tickets. What to do like, <laughs> if you're, it, listen. Even if you've got, it's even too late. Get it now. Get <laughs> it now. When you yeah. to play, that's when you should have bought a ticket. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you so much for coming. Thanks, guys, for listening. Make sure you use the hashtag Tutu's podcast and conversation on Twitter. Make you make you make sure you rate review. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Subscribe, subscribe, like, like comment, all the all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do that. Share and share the play. No yeah. idea. Make sure you do that. And um, to Next week, peace.